Before we start the show, we just wanted to take a moment to thank you, our listeners, for your support. This podcast is a labor of love, and we are so grateful for everyone who has taken the time to listen, to share a praise report or a prayer request, to leave a review, or even share our pod with a friend. You mean the world to us. We recently launched a monthly sponsorship option to help us keep bringing you new episodes. So if you can, please consider subscribing. You can find the link in our show notes. And if you can't, commit to a monthly sponsorship. Please consider leaving us a review or sharing with a friend. Doing so helps us reach new people and helps us keep the show going. Thank you so much. Now, on to the show. Hello, kings and queens and in-between sinner saints, and I don't know if I is or I ain't. Welcome to another ball-dropping episode of Yastra's Oz! I'm Daniel Franzese, and as here, I'm always here with my little bald bestie. Call me red-handed, Azariah Southworth. Why are they red? Here at Yashizas, <laughs> we believe... Self-pleasure is a gift from God. Oh, so that's why it's red. <laughs> let's celebrate. Wait, that's not right. Celebrate. So- Oh, yeah. Not celebrate. Celebrate. (laughs) By yourself. Dare we say a celebration? (laughs) Celebrate by yourself, honey. Celebrate. Good times. Come on. Now get ready to set your own fireworks off this New Year's (laughs) Eve. Right after we go to the Canadian online magazine Extra did an article titled Queer Missionary Kids Need a Community to Call Their Own. Oh, yeah. Won't anyone think of the children? The queer children of missionaries, that is. First, the article sort of states the obvious. Homophobia and transphobia have historically been recurring themes in the world of overseas Christian ministry. Uh, der, no doifi, do you think? (laughs) Right. They include a few examples. Several indigenous groups in sub-Saharan Africa had progressive views on sexuality and gender identity prior to the arrival of Christianity in the region. Oh, you don't say! Christianity, <laughs> Christianity muddled their thoughts on sexuality and gender. That's a new way to go about it. Right. They tell the story of a king of what is today Uganda. He was a bisexual man who ruled undisturbed before being exiled by early Christian missionaries. Hold on. I'm going to stop you right there. There uh, there was a king of Uganda who was bisexual and undisturbed and ruled peacefully and happily until Christian missionaries came into Uganda. I, yeah, I, 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 I really didn't know that. That's like unbelievable. But continue. Sorry. Yes. <clears throat> and today, Uganda has some of the worst brutal anti-LGBTQ criminalization laws. In fact, Uganda, I believe, was a few years ago, at least, 97% reported identif- that they identified as Christians. And in 2010, around the, that time frame, they, uh, there were three Christian missionaries that went to Uganda, held a conference called the Anti-Homosexuality Conference, something along those lines, and a lawmaker was there. And that that conference by three American evangelical missionaries inspired a bill which was dubbed Kill the Gays Bill because they were attempting to put into law the death penalty for same-sex action. If if when we are in heaven, like hypothetically— when yeah. we're in hypothetical heaven, if there's some sort of like amphitheater, <laughs> even, <laughs> like, you going, or like movie theater where we can watch some of these people just have to answer to God. I don't mm-hmm. even need them to be punished. I just want them to squirm. 
It's like, like the ultimate it, untucked episode. I was just going to say it would be better than RuPaul's Drag Race. Like, I can't think of anything I want to watch more than three missionaries try to explain to God why, why they exiled a bisexual king in order to create the Kill the Gays bill in Uganda. I, I, I just, just need I just need to watch that. Like it's better mm-hmm. than anything Ryan Murphy can cook up. I don't even need abs. I just want that. I need the drama. And I want to see Jesus say to them, and I oop. And, and I, oop. I oop. Can you Jesus be like, and I oop? <laughs> I what part love of so love thy neighbor did you not understand? Honestly. Um and and by the way, like White missionaries just need to stay out of Africa, just period. Like, they, nothing good Truly. has ever come from that. Truly. So let's just, so we're, we're not alone. Um, but, oh, go ahead, continue. I can't even with this. But then we pivot to the kids whose family lives in some of the most anti-LGBTQ places in the world. Mm. And also have parents who are supported by some of the most anti-LGBTQ churches in the United States. Yeah, so frustrating. One queer missionary kid states... It's harder to come out as a missionary kid or as a pastor's kid, Johnson says, because you have this expectation to follow in your family's footsteps or in the Lord's footsteps. Uh, The article tells the story of one former missionary kid who started a Facebook group for the queer and ally alumni from her missionary high school. It was so encouraging to me, she says, to see missionary kids ranging from all generations and hailing from every corner of the world. Uh, So that is a praise report. I mean, there's always some silver lining. I mean, that is a horrible uh, situation to be in, but at least, you know, they have been able to find some community. Yeah, the article is longer than we can outline here, but we will share the link in our show notes. And there's a great comedian that you should all check out. He's a friend of Danny's, a friend of the podcast, Matt Legrand. He was uh, a missionary's kid. So if any other missionary kids are out there and you want some good comedy, Matt Legrand's, uh, I think he's done some stuff about growing up as a missionary's kid. Oh, there's tons of stuff of him growing up um, as a, a missionary but he also, uh, he really goes there. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, prepare yeah. yourself before you listen. <laughs> he's, he's, he's a great comedian, though. You guys, this brings us to our praise report and prayer request section of our show. This is where if you have a little something you want to hallelujah about, we'll make, use our megaphone here on the podcast uh, to help uh, praise the Lord. But if you have something that you need a little more help or some oomph in your prayer and you want to add it to everyone else's prayer, ris- prayer lists, we're here for you too, okay? So... I know that I've been out a bit lately from the show, but I want to thank you all who submitted praise and prayer while I was gone, because believe me, I am hearing all of those and I'm keeping all of you in my prayers. And I'm also praising. She's she's a busy one, but she's still on her knees praying for you. I did not forget (laughs) Miguel, all you other ones. I'm listening. I'm here. I know you were there. I'm here. All right. Well, we have a praise report and this one is from Richie. Richie says, I know this is frivolous compared to what other folks might be praising. We went away from home for three weeks in November. We spent a lot of time with family through Thanksgiving, and I love my plants at home, but no one was around to check on them and water them. No. I researched and found out that you could run a string from a jar of water into the plant, and the water would travel along the string and slowly water the plant. I love this. This is fascinating. I'm really into this. I'm really into this. Keep going. Before we left, I spent two weeks experimenting and practicing. 
Same girl. I finally got the right thickness of string. All right, relax, Ozzy. Skip that one. (laughs) Okay. The right positioning of the jar, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. When we left, I made sure I could see the plants on our security cameras. Oh, my God. Richie, you're freaking adorable. Keep going. (laughs) And for the first week, it looked great. But midway through the second week, they started to droop. And by the third week, they looked really bad. Oh, no. When we got home, the plants were yellow and flat. Pretty dead. I gave them some water and some love, a little positive encouragement, maybe. And within a week, within a week, a miracle occurred. (laughs) Both plants came back to life in Jesus' name. It's a plant-based resurrection, honey. What a great story for the new year since we're all turning over a new leaf. Look, (laughs) this is awesome. Uh, That's such a good, you know, uh, my mom always says when she's talking about love and relationships that they're like plants. And she Mm -hmm. said to me one time where there's green, there's life. Mm Mm-hmm. So you don't give up. If there's green in, 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 in a plant or in a, in a relationship or in some kind of love, there's life. If you really want to put the work in and the effort in. But and, Richie and I'll did take, it. I'll take, I'll take it even a step further. You know, sometimes there's no greenery. There's just the stem and it looks like the mm-hmm. plant's dead. But you just got to you gotta peel back the layer a little bit just to see if it's still green Sorry. on the inside, <laughs> if it's still a little bit watery on the inside. It's true. It's true. You know, so. Look, you know, I mean, we could really get into this. We could do a whole, maybe we should do a whole nother episode about this one time, Ross. But I tell you, there's a lot of metaphors that can go into that. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, you could learn persistence from grass and patience from seeds. And there's so much stuff out there uh, in nature that is akin to God. And look, you really cared and you put the effort in. And that is a praise. I love mm-hmm. the idea of a praise praise report about bringing a plant back to life because to me there's nothing too small to praise god about i think especially you know when it comes to something that's living that you care about so richie awesome for you to find to think of that to send to us because when you were in the middle part about the testing the strings i was riveted girl (laughs) i was right there i was like what's gonna happen (laughs) <laughs> uh, but uh, thank you, God, for a plant saved. Yes. Uh, now, our prayer request. Okay, this comes from a musician and a friend of the freaking Deacon, Ross Murray. We sometimes play songs on the show at the end. Okay, and we're s- soon we'll play this song. But first, a prayer request and a request for action. So here's here's the note. Uh, hi, my name is Rachel Kurtz. I'm a late blooming queer singer, songwriter, and single mom of three from Ooh, Minneapolis. I, I know her. She's so good. Oh. And she's asking for some help. I wrote a song called Gay Kids. It's a song built from love. It was sung with all the love in my body, which is a whole heck of a lot of love. And there's so many sad stories of rejection and confusion and hurt in the LGBTQIA family. There's so many parents who say, yes, 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 I love you without hesitation when their kids come out. And this song is for all the kids and all the adults who are celebrated. Mm -hmm. And for those who are only tolerated or rejected or misgendered just for this song. If you want, I'll be your mom and I'll love you so dang much. Mm -hmm. And I'm so excited to release this song to the world. I want to release it with a music video. I want to show the world what love looks like and all sorts of gay joy. Heard of it? (laughs) This is where you come in. I need video clips of you dancing with your whole heart. Please film a one minute clip and we will find the magic. Dance with your friends, your kids, your parents, or by yourself. Send it to all your queer friends if they want to dance as well. And you can visit for more details if you want to get involved with this project. We're building a community here at Yash Jesus, and this is part of that 
community mm-hmm. outreach. So we're asking if you'd like to be a part of this music video, this we're, we're, we're putting up a bulletin board in our, in our community coffee shop. So you just have to visit rachelkurtz.com slash URN. And what that is, is R-A-C-H-E-L-K-U-R-T-Z.com slash U dash a-R-E-I-N. So thank you in advance. She says she's beyond excited. Can you feel the excitement? I feel the excitement, Azzy. If you would like to join into this really incredible project, uh, check that out. We'll make sure to have that information in the liner notes of the show as well. Yes, listeners, if you have not heard of Rachel Kurtz yet, oh, she is going to blow you away. Her vocals, her talent, she's got it all. So join in. That is, I, that, I love that. That's great. And I'm excited to you. And you know what I'm excited for also? The scripture of the day. We're going to come right back with that right after this. Hey, Ozzy, it's time for the scripture of the day. Scripture of the day. Scripture of the day. It's soul food. That's right. Let's hear it, Ozzy. All right, this one's added just ever so lightly um, to fit the theme of our show this week. So Okay, so it's a little bit of a remix. A little bit of a remix. A mashup, if you will. <laughs> Matthew chapter 6, verse 3 and 4. Do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. And your father who sees in secret will reward you. That's a spicy edit. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow, okay. We're going with that. I like it. Let's get right into the meat and taters of today's episode here, and we're going to talk about this even further with the gospel. So, Happy New Year, y'all! Happy Can you believe New that Year. it's that that we are nearly in 2022? I'm I'm still emotionally in 2020. I think the last two years don't really count. <laughs> well, I'm still emotionally in 1991 when I first saw Nicodemus <laughs> on the Gospel Bill show. So, <laughs> oh, that makes a lot of sense. While you're it sweating. also makes sense why I'm wearing a Betty Boop sweater from the 1991. <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely. This episode came from a question that we got from a listener, and. You know, as we talked about it, it seemed like the perfect theme for a new year. Yes, our listener Ethan wrote with a question that was so great, we wanted to make a whole episode about it. So, listen to what Ethan wrote. Although I know being gay is okay, for whatever reason, I can't get past sex slash masturbation. Is it really wrong? I feel the worst after I do something sex-related because it is lust. Can you help? Oh, Ethan. Ethan, 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 Ethan. Mm-hmm. What a way to ring in the new year, am I right? So let's end 2021 with a good old-fashioned talk about sex and masturbation. Let's put a f- let's let's pull it a few things, okay? So we can start 2022 out with a bang. <laughs> and drop our balls. Drop all our balls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so first off. Mine actually just- light up like the ones in Times Square. <laughs> But I've, I've you might want to get that, that checked out. I have an ointment for that. <laughs> there's there's an ointment for that. <laughs> Is um, there an anal option? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we just want to mention one thing. There is a difference between feeling guilty about sex and sex stuff and mm-hmm. just not being interested in sex at all. If sex isn't fulfilling, then you shouldn't do it out of sense of obligation. So, within our big, broad LGBTQIA plus community, there are people who are asexual or aromantic, and that's what the A in the acronym means. And just between us church mice, God should have given my alphabet soup an extra teaspoon of the A. Asexual is just that, the absence of sexual attraction. 
asexual people sometimes just want the companionship or even romance, but just don't have an interest in sex. Then there is a romantic, someone who doesn't feel romantic attractions. Maybe they do like sex or like friendship, but doesn't want that romantic feeling. So it's sort of important to remember that sex and romance are actually different things. They can go together, but often they don't. No. If you think that sex is an inherent part of being gay, that's not the case. You are gay because God just put a little sprinkle of fabulousness in you. (laughs) Something that makes you unique and special. So here's one thing about sex and masturbation. You control when you do it and how often you do it and how you do it. It's all up to you. So there's no sexometer that's like keeping track. You can be fabulously gay and never touch yourself in your dangly bits or even touch someone else's in theirs. Mm -hmm. In addition to asexual and aromantic people, there are what are sometimes called side B queer Christians. I don't know them. These I'm joking. <laughs> These are folks who believe they are called to celibacy and so they refrain. Look, all gay Christian drag is valid, right? But side <laughs> but side B is the backside, ain't it though? Yeah. Oh well. Mm. <laughs> so Ethan, side B hole. <laughs> are you side A hole or side B hole? That's what I'm gonna Stop. say at the next gay queer Christian conference. I am. I'm gonna be like, are you side A hole or B hole? <laughs> <laughs> I can't you gotta you. pick one <laughs> I can't uh, so Ethan you beautiful sexual human being we've Gorgeous given you a being. few options asexual aromantic side b-hole you know gay but not interested in sex or queer just because you know the lord made you just a little extra special See, but I don't think that's what Ethan is saying I think Ethan is saying he likes to masturbate but then as soon as it's over he is feeling guilt about it so let's talk more about masturbation since you brought it up, Ethan, you baiter. <laughs> and once it's brought up, sometimes when it's up, you just got to do something about it. Okay. So that's when you get a hankering for a spankering. Mm-hmm. Okay? This is what we call a hands-on situation. And I'm feeling the urge to talk about the ins and outs of masturbation. Oh, you just keep edging us. Just get to it, man. <laughs> You know, despite having the demon of masturbation exercised out of me numerous occasions. And that was just Friday. <laughs> that was just a Friday. I believe masturbation comes to us from the tree of wisdom because it actually lets you know what you like, what turns you on and what. And, and it's also the safest form of sexual activity. You know, I don't want to quote Woody Allen because he's problematic, but... Um, he did say, don't knock masturbation. It's sex with someone I love. (laughs) You know, (laughs) like it's from Annie Hall. Look, right. Look, there's no chance of catching STDs, no emotional flack, no judgment. Mm -hmm. It's up to you in a loving and caring and enjoying the body that God gave you. Like if you can't get yourself off, how in the hell are you going to get off somebody else? Can I get amen? (laughs) Amen. I mean, it's really a good way to find out what you like and what your partner likes. Just Mm -hmm. explore yourself, you know, and I don't think that there's much sin involved in that. No. And everybody, and I said everybody, is unique. God created each of us individually. It's not just our fingerprints that are different. It's everything, honey. That's why I want to see them all. I keep trying to see them all. (laughs) I know, right? I just don't know what it looks like. (laughs) I want to I know all of God's unique creation. 
it's it's so it's our nerves which are more sensitive in some parts than others so that we feel what we feel is different with everyone it do take nerve it does take nerve and we only learn that by exploring the body that god gave us and things to make note of where are you sensitive ethan i'm talking to you where are you ticklish what movements or actions send waves of pleasure through you Sorry, I need to see your hands on the Zoom. Show me your hands on the Zoom. <laughs> They're busy right now. I'm sorry. I can't None come this, to the Zoom right now. <laughs> None of this stuff. Why is all of a sudden a picture of a palm tree? None of this stuff is an accident. Okay. This is all a part of God's creation. You're part of God's creation. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. Yeah. Somewhere in our church history, we got this idea that the body is bad and only the spirit is good. And there are a lot of scripture passages that talk about the flesh, the flesh, referring to human desires, of course. But sometimes later, there became this idea that our spirits were somehow separate from our bodies. But the reality is that God created our body and our spirit. There is a Bible story that gets cited as the reason God doesn't like masturbation. We've talked about it before in the show, but it's worthwhile to bring up again the story of Onan and mm -hmm. Tamar. Okay. Now, what you likely heard was that Onan was having sex with Tamar and spilled his seed on the ground, which displeased God. So, God put Onan to death. But that's the overly simplistic version. The whole story is dripping with sex. Onan had to become Tamar's husband because she was married to his brother when he died. And there was a tradition where a brother will take on a wife and make an heir for his dead brother. Essentially, Onan was supposed to spooge in his dead brother's wife to produce a child for that strange biblical reason wasn't going to be considered his. And he didn't do that. He denied his dead brother an heir and he cut off the family lineage. And that was Onan's offense and denying his brother a heritage. So, here's the full couple of verses, if you need to bring it up at the New Year's party. Genesis, which, you know, why not? Genesis 38, 8 through 10. Judah said to Onan, Go in to your brother's wife and perform the duty of a brother-in-law to her. Raise up offspring for your brother. But since Onan knew that the offspring would not be his, he spilled his semen on the ground whenever he went in to his brother's wife, so that he would not give offspring to his brother. What he did was displeasing in the sight of the Lord, and he put him to death also. So, of course, if you listen to the rest of the episode titled Tamar's Bad Bitch, you got yes, Jesus that <laughs> Yes, that's a good one. You'll hear how Tamar's father-in-law, Judah, thought she was a prostitute and parted her <clears throat> Red Sea and got her pregnant with his own baby. What happened? I guess you'll have to just listen to the episode to find out. That's right. Tamar's a bad bitch. But let me tell you, it's freak nasty in the best way. Yeah. Point beating. I mean, point being, mm -hmm. use masturbation to figure out what you like. So, if or when you are with another sexual partner, you can communicate what you like. Yes, Azar, you're great at communicating. You're a master debater. <laughs> <laughs> now, <laughs> I knew someone whose partner suggested they masturbate in front of each other so they could learn how each other self-stimulated. And then when they had sex together, they could use what they learned to rub or suck or whatever in a way that they knew was working for their partner. 
That's just sexual health. Yes. That's that's a great way to learn each other um, and to how to please each other. We, we often do to our partner what we like instead mm-hmm. of what our partner likes. And if you can get over the idea of being watched, which some people love, hello, Jerry Falwell Jr., you can actually teach your partner a lot about you. And that's incredibly intimate. It's like exploring yourself, but now showing and teaching someone else. Yes. Ethan, are we... Are we making you feel better, listeners? <laughs> Are we making you feel better? How do you feel? <laughs> it's a little tricky not to be slut shamers and also not be sex pushers. Hey, there's no shame in pushing. <laughs> but feeling guilty about enjoying yourself? No, 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 no. Don't do that. Yes. You should love that God created you with all of these curves and nerves and swerves and soft parts and hard parts and nooks and crannies. And grannies. Some people are into that. You, and you, grannies. <laughs> yes. You should love that God made you tingle and moan and writhe. You should rejoice and give thanks to God, your creator, redeemer, and sanctifier when you orgasm. All right, Danny. Are you ready? Are you <laughs> no, ready? Not really. Oh, we're going to have our own New Year's countdown right now. <laughs> Look, keep my mom's like oh, 10 feet away from I know me. she's right there. <laughs> Oh, no. You know, I'm, I'm not going to yuck I'm anybody done. else's I'm firing yuck, myself. yuck. I'm firing myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know. We're going to count down, though. Are you ready? Yeah. Ten. Ten. Nine. nine I can't do this. <laughs> listen. Every, listen, Ethan. Almost everybody slams the laptop shut in disgust when they're finished. I just want to let you know. Like, yeah, that is a yeah, common yeah. feeling. Like, I think there's memes about it. People talk about it. But almost everyone is grossed out by what they find pleasurable once they're done. But also, I think you have to think of it from, like, like scientifically. Like, we're when we are doing our thing and we're high on those endorphins or, you know, whatever it may be, we're, we're, we're kind of, it's like kind of a drug in our brain. Mm. And all of a sudden, with the release, is, you, you, right. I, I don't know what the terms are. I don't know what. what Isn't there like dopamine or serotonin? release when you release of course there is it has to be because it's it's euphoric um if you're doing it right um but yeah i think once once you you know you have your release you have that crash and so you just have to give yourself that room of grace ethan knowing that you know what my body's crashing right now from this dopamine that's why they call it a come down (laughs) (laughs) it's also you know it's called a release you know and so you're you're gonna you're gonna just naturally, you're just going to feel it's, a little it's bit basically, empty Basically, it's release, replenish, wash, rinse, and repeat. Exactly. <laughs> Enjoy yourself, Ethan, and yes. the body that God gave you. Yes, honey. Um, thank you. Listen, you guys, for our Tide Love Offering Charity Act of Good this week. This is a perfect way to celebrate the new year. Learn. We want more you of- to take off your... No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Learn more about your body. Spend quiet time, you know, spend a quiet night at home alone or with a trusted loved one or just care for yourself. Touch yourself all over. Look into the Tom of Finland Foundation. They're great for a queer erotic, you know, uh, expression. So do some research. Find a great just video. Just Google words that make you feel tingly. Ooh, yes. <laughs> this is not just about orgasming. It's not about your genitals, although both of those things are great. Test areas that don't get much love to some beautiful love. You know, so one of the most sensitive uh, parts on a person's body is behind the knee. 
Some people don't even realize this. Like there's different, you have to explore Mm -hmm. yourself and you're not going to know unless you try it. Here's a little tidbit for those listening. Um, If you are pleasuring your partner who has a penis, uh, you should like when they're about ready to climax, cup their balls, grab the back of their leg. And it's supposed to like, like the way that like your veins are or something, it's supposed to do some sort of release. I'm just speaking from personal experience it's great <laughs> all right that'll be an a- it's a little dm azzy for more information let's everyone pray unless you're driving don't get on your knees if you're driving um god we want to give thanks to you for our bodies Lord, we want to thank you for the pleasure of our bodies that, that mm-hmm. they bring ourselves into one another we want to remove guilt and shame associated with bodies that you created and know so well. Help us to explore yourselves as your beautiful creation and learn more about this body that you gave us. God, we ask that you help Ethan understand the source of his aversion to sex. Is it guilt? Is it church shame? Is it a calling to celibacy? Is it something else that you haven't set before him? Let him discern the answer for himself. For the queer children of missionaries, Lord, we'd also like to pray that are caught between cultures We ask that you give them strength and safety to give them a place to share their voice and meet others and also help them learn more about what it means to be part of this community that we have here together in your name, God. And God, we pray for plants that clean our air and provide oxygen. We thank you, God, for make them resilient, make them make us good caregivers for them and all of the life around us. God, we pray for loving and accepting parents. We lift them up to you. They are our soldiers. Please let them dance with their children with pure joy. And we thank you for the gift of Rachel Kurtz and her music and for the song that she's working on. We ask that you bless people and inspire them to contribute to that amazing project. And Lord, we want to thank you for this new year, this beautiful new year with blessings for everyone to come in the Yash Jesus family. In your holy and precious name, amen. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Yash Jesus. You can find us on social media at Yash Jesus Pod or on our website at YashJesusPod.com. If you like the show, please consider becoming a monthly sponsor. You can find the link to do show in our show notes. And if you haven't yet, just leave us a review. Share us with a friend. Doing so helps us reach new people and keep the show running. You can now leave an audio prayer request or praise report on our website, YashJesusPod.com. We would love to share your voice and your prayers on the show. So drop us a line or send us a recording on yasjesuspod.com. Send us your praise reports, your prayer requests, episode ideas, guest ideas, or even just a happy new year, sexy. We'd love to hear from you. Yash Jesus is hosted by me, Danny Franzese, and the red-handed Azariah Southworth. Music, sound, editing, and all things audio are done by Chris Heckman. Our show is produced by the freaking Deacon Ross Murray and Meredith Pauley. Special thanks to Sophie Serrano and Sam Isfin. Yash Jesus is brought to you by Oddity. Oddity execs are Ryan Lochner, Jessica Bustillos, and Steve Michaels. We are streaming and screaming on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and everywhere else you get your podcasts throughout this whole new year. And remember, no matter what, God loves you just as you are. Keep praising the Lord, y'all. Happy New Year. <laughs>